0: Buddy, it is the Elemental Podcast live on Monday, July twenty third, two thousand eighteen. Prepared to get dry P to you, and please, for the love of all that is holy, and Mecca, make America smart again. Can you do it? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. It's Monday. I hope you have a good one for sure. The week always uh, starts out strangely and ends better, hopefully. Today I have a uh, another Tonight Tonight with Stu McAllister talk show happening. If you happen to live in the Grand Rapids area and you want to make it out, please do. It's 9 o'clock over, like I said, over there at the Holiday Bar. It's free. Uh, The address is, uh, I think it's eight hundred one Fifth Street, Northwest. Google the Holiday Bar and just make it out. 9 p.m. We got decent guests, fun guests. Mickey Graham from the Whitecaps. We got Laura Libner, who is a, a dog groomer. And uh, maybe she's going to be cutting my hair. Find out! Stay tuned! Megan Dooley is our musical act for the night. Coming all the way up from uh, Clam Zoo. And uh, Megan, Megan's fun. I did a uh, pizza commercial with her a couple years back. Uh, my buddy Taylor Rushka was doing some Filming some commercials for a pizzeria down there in Kalamazoo, the Clam Zoo, and he was looking for people to be in it, and it was a day I was free, and I said, hey man, I'll come down and do it, and uh, Megan was in it, my buddy Mike Logan was in it, I was in it, I played uh, the Mater D of sorts, a kind of like a fancy pizzeria, and Megan and Mike came up as a couple, and uh, looking to get some pizza, and I kind of rebuffed them. I said they weren't high class enough. I played the dickhead uh, Mater D. It was a fun role. It was a good time. And uh, uh, yeah, good stuff. You can find that on YouTube, I think, somewhere, the commercial. It pops up every now and then. My acting skills are They just can't be beat, everybody. I'm the greatest of all time. But she'll be there. It'll be fun. Um, We'll have some skits, uh, some bits, some videos. Good laughs, good times. Holiday Bar at 9pm. And big announcement, everybody. There is a big announcement about the show happening tonight uh, at the end of the show. So if you can make it out, great. If you can't make it out and you're still interested in watching... We always do a Facebook Live, and so it would be nice if you could watch it on Facebook Live, get us some hits, get us some clicks, get us some views, get us some likes, get us all kinds of uh, social media attention. We're all social media whores. was So it would be great if you could do that. Tonight, tonight, with Stu McAllister, nine PM, Holiday Bar. Thank you very much. Okay, and we're done with that advertising segment, and we're back, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Elemental Podcast on a Monday. Speaking of social media, uh, clearly, so much of our life is consumed and destroyed by. Social media. I have taken it upon myself to unfriend people on social media for the most insignificant slights. Uh, for whims, I don't like your profile picture. Gone. Uh, you're having coffee with your grandma today. Gone. Uh, here's a picture of your baby. Gone. Uh, you got a case of the Mondays? Gone. It's really quite random, everybody. It's random, and there's no rhyme nor reason, which is another way of saying random. And yesterday I unfriended a guy, and it really, it wasn't random. Uh, I'm not a fan of this guy, in his politics I'm not a fan of this guy in his comedy and I don't really know this guy this guy lives in Florida I don't kn- I've met him once before he came up here and he worked the club Dr. Grinsinger in Rapids I think he's only been there once I don't really know um and that's it I don't have a connection with this guy. We've never had drinks. Uh, He's never been to my house. Uh, We've never had a meal together. And uh, I just got tired of the stuff that he posted. And I know a lot of people on social media should be, uh, or, or they'll tell you that you need to have opposite points of view on things that you need to even things out. And for the most part, I'll fucking disagree with that. I just, I don't. Um, if you're continuing to post mean, hateful, incorrect, spiteful braggadocious stuff why Why do I want to see that and, and this is, again is coming from a person that I don't even fucking know that I don't even have a relationship in real life with what's more important real life or social media and I know for a lot of people it's social media and that's kinda of sad and bothersome. And so I uh I took it upon myself to rid some stuff from my life, or at least rid some stuff from my social media feed, you know, and it's not even one of these things of like I comment on his wall or his page, fuck you and fuck the horse you rode in on, you fucking fuck. I just like uh mist in the morning sunlight disappeared. I vaporized myself. I just went out with an ado. And it's okay because I don't ever comment on his shit. He doesn't ever comment on mine. People should be none the wiser. But for some reason this fuck was the wiser. (laughs) He shot me a message late last night, early this morning, whatever you want to call, like 2 o'clock in the morning. It was like, hey, man. I see we're not friends anymore. I'm sure there's a good reason for it. And I, you know what, everybody? I'm not even going to reply. Uh, because there doesn't need to be a reason why you unfriend someone. There doesn't need to be. One too many baby pics. You're showing uh, too many selfies. One too many food pics. Uh, One too many posts about watching the shit out of a movie. You you're fucking, you're gone, man. You're gone. And everybody's better off for it, truly. Everybody is better off for it. So, uh, this is what I want you to do, everybody. Uh, I want you to go to uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any of those things. And I want you to find someone, someone who's been really bugging you. Someone who's been... uh, a thorn in your side someone who has been a pebble in your shoe someone who is a big POS and I want you to go to their page and I want you to find that little icon and I want you to hit it and I want it to say are you sure you want to unfriend are you sure you want to unfollow and I want you to be like hail to the yes And I want you to hit that enter button with your fist and slam it home and remove some nonsense from your life. Make it random, make it someone that you know, make it your mom, make it your spouse, make it your kid. I don't care, Uh, they're gone. I want it to be a feel good Monday, an unfriend Monday. Kabam! Kaboom! And then I want you to get back to me, and I want you to tell me how you feel. I want you to tell me, because you know what, everybody? If you have feelings of remorse or guilt or shame, that's normal. Let it go, let it go. Remove the toxicity from your life. And then I want you to go to the paint store and buy a canvas, some paint, some brushes, and paint some fluffy clouds. Can you do that for me? Yeah, yeah you can. Uh, yesterday I was at work. So that means I gotta uh, do my theme song. I got a job! You work! I do! Where you work? At the hospital! I got a job at the hospital, everybody. And it was a Sunday, and it was a pretty slow day. Sundays are normally slow days at the hospital. I found myself... Sitting in the staff break room a lot more frequently and a lot longer than I probably would want to. And uh, it's the staff office, so it isn't my office, it's the staff office. And you find yourself sharing it. I find myself uh, in there with a bunch of other co-workers. And uh, they will ramble about things. And they will talk about things. As if no one else is in the room to hear them talking about these things. Uh, And and that's fine, but I'm I'm sitting over there uh, just trying to mind my own business, and sometimes some of the things you say are dumb as shit, and the only thing that I can do is walk away because if I uh, engage you, there will be interactions that will probably be unpleasant between you and me, and I don't need that at work. So, my course of action is to uh, get up and leave the room. And I try to do it in a nonchalant way, uh, as if to express, well, I'm going to the bathroom, as opposed to, well, I'm leaving because you're fuck nards. <laughs> I like that expression, everybody. Fuck nards. Please, uh, on this Monday, try to use that in conversation with someone just uh you're at the gas station and you're paying for your gas and your slushy and the guy's trying the guy at the counter's trying to have you know the stupid uh small talk conversations that they need to have and he's like yeah boy the weather out there sure is taking a weird turn and you're like oh yeah it's looking like fucknards today And then he'll look at you strangely and then you just get your change and say, thanks, have a good day. Watch out for them fucknards. Tell me how it goes, everybody. But these co-workers of mine, and I believe I've mentioned it before on this podcast about how I'm the old man at work. Uh, I work with the majority of people probably being under the age of 25. So I'm, I'm working with people who are just uh, starting to experience life, uh, starting to experience independence, trying to figure shit out for themselves. The majority of these kids are college students, haven't been out on their own probably a whole lot. And so they have some opinions on things that they think are right. They know, they know this to be truth. They know this to be factual. And uh, I'm like, God, fucking damn it! Was I that dumb when I was like 22, 23? Was I, was I that fucking retarded? And the answer to that is probably yes. Uh, I probably didn't express it like they did. I've always been a person to not talk a whole lot, which is weird now that I have a fucking podcast and a stupid talk show. But I'd rather listen than talk. And so I'm listening to these two people talk. And they're talking, you know, since I work in a hospital, I'm, I'm on a low end a position there. It's kind of a way to work your way into the hospital, and then you become like a tech of some kind, and then maybe you become an actual a nurse, or maybe you go into a, one of the radiology departments. And, and and one of these people is is looking to become a nurse. And God bless you if you're looking to become a nurse. You don't see me doing it, but I just saluted you because uh, it's it's a difficult job. It's an awful job. It's an underpaid job. And there's a lot of education needed for it. It's not easy. You're dealing with uh, unruly people all the way around. So uh, good, good for you if that's what you want to do. But there are many different kinds of nurses. There's many different fields that you can go in. You're, all, you're not just the nurse who works in a hospital. And even if you do that, there's still different kinds of nurses that work in a hospital. And so the, uh, the one suggested to the other, oh, well, maybe you could go into a, a psychiatric, be a psychiatric nurse. And uh, so my years pick up, having been a, a social worker for 25 years and having worked in a psychiatric hospital, two different ones for 10 plus years. I kind of know. I kind of know some things, everybody. I know some shit. I've seen some shit. I've eaten some shit. And uh, so I'm listening. And uh, so they're just talking about stuff. And then somehow in the conversation, it gets to going about homelessness and addictions. And, And both of these coworkers seem to feel that both are choices. Like that you choose to be homeless that you choose to have an addiction and i wanted to be like are you fucking retarded are you stupid are you ignorant motherfuckers because the answer to that question is yes they are retarded they are ignorant motherfuckers They're stupid. And and I say that only because if uh, being homeless and having addictions are choices, then we would have none of those things. No one in their right mind would go, you know what? Uh, I feel like being a homeless heroin addict today, that is in my best interest. That is a good career choice that will further my relationships with my spouse g t f o here no n o no okay can we all agree to that everybody it, they are not choices things that are going in on in your life have those things happen to you right Mental health is, is a factor that plays into people being homeless. Addictions, substance abuse issues are things that play into you being homeless. Domestic violence is something that happens to you that plays into you being homeless. There are so many things that happen to you that can make it so that you are homeless. You lost your job. You've been cut off from family. Your family is toxic. No one chooses to be homeless. No one in their right mind is homeless. Now I realize that here where I live in Kent County in the city of Grand Rapids, there is a goal that I believe uh, it is, they want 100% homelessness. No one to be homeless in the county by the year 2020. I believe that's true. So less than two years away, they want that to happen. And you know what? I find that 100% to be an admirable goal. I hope they achieve it. Do I believe they can? No, it just isn't going to happen. And the reason I know that isn't going to happen is because there are people out there who are suffering from things who will always remain homeless. There will be periods of time in their life because they're struggling with things like schizophrenia meth addiction crack addiction whatever else that make them difficult to home to house they can't they have difficulties following rules they have difficulties getting along with others and there are going to always be these people who live under the bridge or they're in and out of homeless shelters or whatever. And God bless America. No one fucking wants it, but it's the reality of life. But do these people choose to live like that? Do they choose to want to be like that? Fuck no. I've worked in homeless shelters too. It's not the fucking way it is. People want to be independent and they want to have their own housing. And sometimes those things don't mesh together. I don't think anyone out there wants to be an addict to substances either, right? Like, now, there are people who are alcoholics, and they carry the gene inside their body that makes them much more susceptible to alcoholism. Now, they control whether or not they have that first sip of booze, whatever. It doesn't mean that they're instantly going to become an alcoholic because of it, but they need to be very careful and make smarter choices for themselves I think no one is choosing to be addicted to OxyContin. No one is choosing to be addicted to painkillers. You go into a hospital and and you have uh, shoulder surgery done, soldier surgery done, and they give you some pain pills to take care of that awful pain, and then all of a sudden you're fucking addicted to some bullshit. No one's choosing to be addicted No one wants that in your life. No one needs those complications. So please, please, for the love of all that is holy in Mecca, please recognize the fact that being an addict and being homeless are not choices that people make for themselves. Things happen. Things happen. Go down a... Go and fucking work in a homeless shelter and get back at me and talk to me about some of the stuff that you see. Tell me that people actually they prefer to live on the streets. I don't think anyone prefers to live on the streets, but fuck, there's so many things exacerbating factors. No one wants to live in a goddamn shopping cart. No one wants to live under an overpass. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. James Gunn was fired. Did you guys hear about that? He probably did. I think that happened on Friday. He got fired. if you don't know who James Gunn is, James Gunn was a guy is a guy who directed the uh, first and second Guardians of the Galaxy movies, which are two of my favorite movies, probably of all time, probably of all time. I really don't know shit about James Gunn. Uh, He seemingly came out of nowhere. He uh, directed some kind of like indie garbage type movies before he got the job. So all of a sudden he was handed like this big, big fucking job. Uh, So let me read to you here. Uh, I'm reading Deadline.com. No idea what that is. But here we go. James Gunn has been removed as director of Guardians of the Galaxy series after a batch of old social media dispatches, why, why, why do they call them dispatches, call them tweets or posts or whatever, were unearthed that touched on areas like pedophilia and rape. In the latest shocking hashtag MeToo development in the entertainment industry, Gunn was severed from Marvel Comics Universe after a slew of social media posts he wrote before getting Guardians of the Galaxy serviced. According to Fox News, they were posted because Gunn is an outspoken critic of President Donald Trump and the effort was to knock him down a few pegs. Man, you're living the high life. We're going to have to sweep your legs out, you motherfucker. So apparently he had some posts from 10 years ago and I was trying to find them. Uh, And apparently one of the tweets had something like, I like when little boys touch me in my silly place. And uh, another one was, the best thing about being raped is when you're done being raped. And it's like, woo, this feels great. Not being raped. Okay. Now, alright. Let's take a look at this, everybody. Alright, as a comic, uh, I understand that that second one is a joke. The joke about rape, the tweet about rape, the post about rape. It was meant to be a joke and uh, I recognize it because it's got a setup and it's got a punchline it's got that left turn that you weren't expecting but I'll tell you this it wasn't funny Um, it's the kind of joke that you hear a guy who's like two months into comedy and he's trying to go for shock so many of these guys go for shock Uh, and uh, they say dumb things like that. Like they, they, there's this feeling of I need to talk about uh, rape or suicide. The Holocaust is another big one. Um, these morons like to just talk about these subjects that are real touchy subjects, and they're doing it for shock value, not for funny value. Don't, don't, don't talk to me about rape. Uh, two month into comedy uh, open micer. Talk to me about your socks, okay? Uh, You've never been to the Holocaust. You don't know anything about the Holocaust, but I know you probably wear socks. Talk to me about your silly socks and how you uh, use them as puppets puppets, or maybe you jerk off into them. Uh, Talk to me about socks, okay? Do that. Leave the other stuff alone. Never, Never talk about them, okay? And James Gunn, uh, made a real poor attempt at comedy now apparently I don't know because I don't know Mr. Gunn I don't follow all this horse shit apparently he apologized for these uh, tweets like over two years ago um, but for whatever reason it's being resurfaced it's one of these things of like everybody's in attack mode and oh you're not a fan of Donald Trump well here we go now I'm going to have to attack you and uh, and try to destroy your life for something for some dumb tweets so this is what i've learned from all of it everybody i've learned uh that i can never uh have another job in my life ever because of tweets that i posted 10 years ago uh someone's gonna dig them and like jokingly you know i talked about uh going for the third ward position here in grand rapids it's like city councilman type position and I, I talked about it, and then ultimately I backed out because I, I, I truly don't want that fucking job. I, I don't want to be in government. Uh, but I made the joke of essentially what happened to James Gunn, of I was like someone would go through my tweets, and I would be shamed in public, and I just don't want that to happen. And that's what happened. So maybe uh, everybody needs to go through their social media timeline and scrub some shit. Apparently a a baseball player... I don't really follow, follow baseball much, but apparently he was an all-star pitcher, and he pitched. And uh, t- uh, four years ago or something, seven years ago, he was 17 years old, and he posted some dumb posts, and now he's being held accountable for something that, that he tweeted when he was 17 years old. And now I know, again... Uh, I don't think I'd be posting any uh, racial or homophobic stuff Uh, when I was 17. I'd like to think I wasn't. Uh, But I don't think I'd want to be held accountable for everything I thought and or did when I was 17. But it's becoming this world where uh, you need to to be held responsible for everything. Like, Like there's no growth in your personality. There's no growth and how you respond to things. There's clearly growth, everybody. I talk about that in comedy. It isn't like the first time I get on stage, that's how I'm going to be for the rest of my fucking life. Bookers and clubs like to view you as, oh my God, you are shit. You'll always be shit. And then they try to hold you where you are. Get better, everybody, please. For the love of all that is holy in Omeka make America better again (laughs) just get better and be better alright can you do that for me yeah you can I want you to go to the art store buy yourself a canvas some paint some brushes and paint yourself some nice fluffy clouds can you do that for me yeah you can so I'd like to hope that uh, there's some dumb petition about getting James Gunn rehired. If this, if this submission of this uh, petition gets a uh, fifty thousand uh, signatures, we'll get him rehired. In fact, it's up to Disney or whoever owns uh, Guardians of the Galaxy if they want him or not. Have at it. Uh, hopefully, they learn that it was a, a dumb decision. They were jokes, jokes, bad jokes, jokes. Let's flip to the other side of it all, everybody. Uh, Roseanne Bar. Roseanne uh, eats way too many candy bars. Um, God bless America. She, uh, obviously, I'd like to think you guys all know that she got fired from her, uh, her job on the, the reboot of uh, The Roseanne Show uh, because she tweeted out, recently tweeted out, like it wasn't like 10 years ago, recently tweeted out about how a politician uh, looked like a monkey from Planet of the Apes. And this politician also was African-American. And uh, boy, there, there's some racially tinged stuff there. Uh, Roseanne is saying that she thought that the um, politician in question was white. Uh, So she was let go. See you later, Roseanne. Apparently they're going to redo the show and just call it the Connors and and have Roseanne died or something. It's funny since her husband apparently died in the original TV show and they brought him back. Uh, Now they're going to, I don't know, do it the same way, but this time she's dead. But, um... Apparently, Miss, uh, Miss Roseanne, she has her own YouTube channel, because fuck, yeah, why not? And maybe she's got a podcast, looks like she's got something on SoundCloud. Uh, I'm not really a fan of Roseanne, I really wasn't a fan of the show, it just wasn't for me. If you were, whatever, different strokes. Am I right, everybody? I know I'm not for everybody. So, different strokes, but she's got, uh, she's got all these things up, and she, um, I'd like to play for you her, her her official statement. Okay, this is from two days ago. It's a minute long. Bear with me. Let's see how this goes. Okay, Roseanne Barr's official statement. Here we go. Hi,
1: this is Roseanne Barr, and I'd like to welcome you to my own studio where I'm able to speak for myself to my fellow and sister Americans.
0: Fellow and sister Americans. I don't know what that means. Um fellow in, in the sense of my fellow Americans, uh that, that fellow is non-gender specific. I know it can be referencing men. He's a fine fellow, but it's general it's non gender specific, Roseanne. You don't have to say fellow and sisters. But whatever. Moving on. Just so you all too, if you haven't seen this video, it's her She's sitting in a chair. It's pretty much you're just seeing her face. She's wearing a uh, floral print blouse. She looks tan. She does live in Hawaii, I guess. I don't know, but here we go.
1: Without the filter of the biased media.
0: The biased media. Uh, So pretty much, whenever someone says biased media, I'm always assuming it's because... They don't like what the media said. So if if I agree with you, you're unbiased. But if I disagree with you, you're you're biased. Uh, Whatever. All right, here we go.
1: This was my statement from the very beginning, and it will continue to be forever because it is the truth. When ABC called and asked me to explain my egregious and unforgivable tweet, I told them I thought Valerie Jarrett was white. And I also said, and
0: I'm willing to go on. Just so you guys know, too, I do want you to go watch this video. She uh, is blinking like blinking is her job. Uh, it's just weird to me when you're watching someone and they're just constantly blinking and you're like going, all right, is this an eye problem? Is this a lying problem? What the hell? A nervous problem? What the hell is going on? It's, it's disconcerting
1: you, Jimmy Kimmel, or whatever other show you want me to go on and explain that to my audience. Now, instead what happened was about 40 minutes after that, my show was canceled before even one advertiser pulled out and I was labeled a racist. Why, you ask? Well, the answer is simple. It's because I voted for Donald Trump, and that
0: is not allowed in Hollywood. And that's the end of the video. Uh, That's a strange... It's a strange way to end it. Uh, I, I don't know who edited the fucking thing. It's poorly. But she's gone, everybody. She's gone. Goodbye, Roseanne. See you later. A day before she did that, a day before that statement, her official statement, she was doing an interview with someone, I guess, and there's only a snippet of it. And, uh, it's also just over a minute long, and I watched it. It's a little batshit crazy. Uh, she was much more composed in the first clip I played for you. Uh, maybe someone told her, like, you got to get your shit together, Roseanne. And she's, she is much more put together in that first clip. This this clip I'm about to play, uh, it's pretty scary to me, uh, and I'll explain to you why. All right, here we go.
1: How's it sound? I don't
0: know. Okay, also again, this is another clip of where she's sitting in a chair. Uh, her hair is very disheveled. She's wearing lots of necklaces for some reason. She's wearing a, uh, a uh, sleeveless, probably it's a dress. And there's a very weird statue sitting next to her. It probably is like some sort of like fertility uh, statue like uh, from Africa or something. Uh, and it, it, it's just kind of like uh, this fat woman with big boobs and a strange face. I don't know why it's there. She doesn't reference it at any point in the video. But it's prominently placed in the right bottom corner and I don't get it. Her hair is all kinds of fucked up. And she's actually, she's, been talked to, she's being talked to by a man off screen and kind of interviewing slash coaching her. Alright, here we go. Hello,
1: hello, little hello 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 okay oh you said i'm in three outfits well here's the problem like imagine are you filming Yeah. yeah
0: okay just so you know she also is smoking which is uh sort of important but not really
1: imagine a presidential address like you're busted with a killing a hooker like whatever right what just no hear me out and they say tonight the president's going to give his address and they and then the camera fades out and it's fucking the president on his desk in the oval office and he's like i did not have sex with that hooker right imagine in his statement to keep and save his job there were jump cuts multiple outfits different. Sex. i'm trying to talk about iran i'm trying to talk about valerie Jarrett wrote the iran deal but you've told me this 300 times do you know that a that's what my tweet was about. I know you've explained this literally 300 times. I thought the bitch was white. God damn it! I thought the bitch was white. <laughs> Fuck.
0: And that all right. That's it. That that was that was the clip, everybody. That was the clip. Um, she uh, the entire time she. Uh, looks really anxious and angry, and she's mussing with her hair and covering her face, and she's taking a, a drag on her cigarette. And um, as, as you can see from her response, the, the anger, the venom, uh, what she's yelling, I thought the bitch was white, fuck! Um, and, and the reason why... It scares me, not because it, it's fucking Roseanne, she, she can go fuck herself, whatever. Uh, the reason it scares me is because this is the kind of response that you get from someone who isn't there. Uh, the, she's clearly bipolar. Uh, I know she's talked about her mental health issues before. She's clearly in a state of uh, mania uh she's in a state where she's not making good choices she's not in a state of being rational it's pretty much attack and lash out uh and it's unfortunate uh cuz again even though i don't particularly care for her, i don't i don't find her funny i've watched her stand up it's uh it's fucking awful it's pretty hacky the last one that she saw uh that i saw from her um I felt like an open micer wrote it for her. A lot of the jokes that she wrote were jokes I had heard uh, just walking into regular open mics. And, and when you're looking at someone who's supposed to be a comedian icon, a comedian legend, uh, there's that level of uh, newness, of creativity, of uh, being unique. And Roseanne expresses... Uh, None of those things in her stand-up. I can't really speak to the show itself. Because, like I said, I've never really watched it. So, um... But Roseanne's a lunatic. And it's unfortunate that uh, she's in a spot where she's at. But uh, if you want to see more crazy videos like that, I'm assuming, go to YouTube. Uh, She doesn't have that show anymore, but she's got her YouTube thing. This video of hers, that last one that I played for you, has been out three days and uh, it's already got, it's got almost one and a half million views and I'm like, Oh man. So don't worry about Roseanne, everybody financially Roseanne's probably going to be a okay. And someone's going to take a chance on her uh, and, and she'll get a TV show or she'll get a talk show or a reality show. Something will happen. Roseanne Barr is not going to go away, uh, disappear like mist in the night, uh, like when, when I unfriended her on Facebook. All right, everybody, that's it. I've rambled for way too long about nothing important. Uh, but again, a reminder, the Tonight Tonight Show at 9 o'clock over at the Holiday Bar on the northwest side of Grand Rapids. Make it out 9 o'clock. Or at least watch it on Facebook Live. If you could do that, that would be great. Big announcement at the end of the show. Big. I thought the bitch was white. Fuck. Uh, so if you could do that, that would be great. Uh, I also have the stand-up show. I have two more stand-up shows, everybody. So if you would like to catch one of the last two, I will be a Coral Gables on Saturday night in Saugatuck, Michigan. I believe it's an 8 o'clock show. Uh, But if you Google Coral Gables Saugatuck, uh, you you can find it easy enough. And uh, so there's that. And then um, maybe Jamie will be back on Thursday, everybody. Jamie doesn't work on Thursday, so maybe I'll have her on the show again. I'll have her on this podcast. I seem to get uh, some positive interaction with Jamie on the podcast. Maybe she... Provides a much more level-headed Thought-out perspective I thought the bitch was white Fuck Uh, So there we go everybody Uh, I hope you have a good Monday Uh, Please tell everyone about this podcast If you enjoyed it Maybe someone else would enjoy it Uh, They can listen on SoundCloud, iTunes, CastBox as well And probably some other uh, podcast platforms That I'm unaware of There is the Facebook fan page if you could like that, Elemental Podcast. And there is the uh, fan page, the fan fan page, which is six-member mafia. That's six with two X's. Six-member mafia. And there is also the subreddit, the Elemental Podcast subreddit. So go like that, too, if you want. Uh, I am rarely on Reddit. I have problems with Reddit. But I know I should probably uh, i should get on it and just see what pe- people talking shit about me. So. You guys were great. I hope you stayed dry, Team PDU, and please, for the love of all that is holy, mecca. make America smart again. Thanks, Neil DeGrassi High School Tyson. Have a good day.